Have you ever been to a volcano when it was erupting? You're now listening to Super They're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Welcome to Super Hoopers. I am your host, Matt Hill. I'm a comedy writer in L.A. With me, as always, is my brother in basketball, John Hill, also a comedy writer. John, how's it going? How are you enjoying? That wasn't a sound effect. That was real, guys. That was a real... Yeah. What was that, an air horn? Was that that like a... That was a playoff. A playoffs air horn. How are you enjoying the playoffs? You've been been watching I've been watching the playoffs. Yeah. I'm into the playoffs. are you are, are you out because of the Sixers are, are gone? Yeah, it was it was it came down to the wire. You know, we were fighting for yeah, the. It was, uh, it was really close. They were, was, were they el- like were they eliminated in January uh, did they, did of they, of 2015? Yeah, right. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. Okay, uh, okay. And then you, your team, uh, my team. They I never picked a team. I don't I don't really have a team. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm more of a free agent. I'm a free agent. <laughs> I'm looking for a team. Um, you know, we're recording this Wednesday, 420. Yeah, we're the, big. Uh, whatever. We're big, bro. Weed. Yeah, the, uh, the weed day. Um, so just, just so everyone knows, you know, if you're listening to this later, what's going on in the playoffs. There's been a few games. We're in, like, the game two area. Yeah. Um, so I thought, we, I thought what we'd do with this podcast is I'll give my recommendations for the teams that you should bandwagon on to. Yep. How's that sound, John? Because it's never too late. It's never too late well, it's to just be like, a winner. You know, for for half the league, your team's not in the playoffs, so you're looking for, you know, a team to 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 jump on, you know, so you can have that have that rooting interest going into the finals, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll so, pick I'll pick my team with with 30 seconds left in game 7. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be that'll be it. You haven't you haven't picked a team yet? Um, you know, I don't it's a close one. It's I, I don't know who I'm really 100% rooting for. The teams that I well, am rooting for probably won't make it. Right, right. So I think I think uh, the way I did these bandwagon rankings are the team needs to ha- be a likable team. Like the ranking order will be like the team that's likable and the team that's likely to go far in the playoffs because you don't want to jump on a bandwagon only to have it, you know, crap out in the first round right you don't want to die of dysentery in that first round got and then, it you know then you're back then you're back to where you were when the playoffs started yeah when the team then, was out. then you got to listen to us do this again on round two yeah then we'll, <laughs> well, we can do it all again for yeah. round two yeah we're, you know, we're running out of ideas for this year so <laughs> we'll probably yeah. do it every 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 episode well i mean actually you know what's interesting i was thinking about this <clears throat> is there's actually less stuff to talk about during the playoffs for for us, like just a couple of basketball fans who like to talk about sort of everything around basketball, and do you know more of a light podcast, we're not really getting into X's nose and that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's true. The, the the playoffs is all business, so like all that fun stuff, the Nick Young uh, secret recording, you know, zero dark twenty three with LeBron, all that stuff just goes away in the playoffs, and it's all about the games. That's true. I got we got some stuff though. Really? Like what? Like, I mean, like, well, let's what, see what, for what, the, what? after let's get through this part and then we'll, we don't want to spoil the episode. I, okay. All right. All I got right, some, I got right. some hot takes. We got some. Okay. Hot so takes. my, so the T, so <clears> don't okay, tell everyone to stop right? listening to us. We gotta, no, we I'm, just, I'm, I'm just, you know? I'm just, no, I'm just trying to think about this, you know, pontificate. Like what's, you know, what's, what's interesting about the playoffs, you know? Yeah. No, that's true. Um, especially if you, I mean, the, the games are interesting, but everything surrounding them is very serious right now. That's Anyways, true. here's that's my, true. okay. Here's my bandwagon rankings. All right. All right. Let's hear it. So I'm going to go from lowest to top. Okay. The team you don't want to bandwagon onto the lowest of the low is Houston, right? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're done. And it's like, I don't, honestly, I don't even know how Houston fans. How do you? How does anybody root for Dwight Howard and James Harden? Even if you're a diehard Houston fan, how do you root for them at this point? It's like, it's like James Harden has like the person. It's like he's like a a potato with a beard. Like it's just a potato that jumps into arms, like with a beard. Like how could you root for him? I mean, I, I almost. Here's how bad James Harden is. I feel sorry for Dwight Howard. Like I feel Whoa. like I, oh. when I watch him, I'm like, oh, Dwight, oh. you know, because. Because freaking James Harden is like he's playing no defense and he's like yelling at Dwight Howard to be like, yo, my man just blew by me. Can you help me? It's like, yeah, James Harden is wow. the worst. That's that's the a that's worst. a hot take. 
that that hot take? It's if just you a take. feel bad for Dwight Howard, it's just a, look. Let me tell you something about hot takes. The truth is not a hot take. Wow. It's, the truth is the truth. That's what every hot take justifies itself uh, by. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? What's, what's going on over there? Are you moving? <clears throat> you know, we got we got some stuff. We got uh, got some know, stuff. earthquake. Yeah, I'm not the only person who lives at, at this place, so we got that's, some. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. true. That's true. Um, yes, right, I agree. Houston is the... is, was just a disaster of a playoff no, team. You're not. No one. No one is jumping on the bandwagon. And also, it sucks. And it also sucks because had they just lost that last game, they would have had a draft pick. It's true. It's and true. so now it's they true. lost a draft pick, which Maury's really good at. That middle well, middle of the draft. Pick. I don't know the I don't know the exacts of that draft pick. I don't know if it would have conveyed next year or not. I don't know, I don't know the protections, but I, I don't think this draft is going to be any good. So you might want to if you're going to lose a draft pick, this this might be the year to lose it. Yeah, no. See, that's where I, I, I will disagree because this has a a lot of international guys in this draft, and it's not it's top heavy in one and two, but then from like four to twenty is about the same. And that's a whoa, perfect. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wh- when did you become a, a draft expert? Hey, man, I, uh, I'm a Sixers fan. That's you, all I have to do. Deep, that's all you've been I have. Deep in this draft. I'm deep yeah. in every draft. That's all I have to do. So, okay. You know, Maury could have got his next Clint Capella. You know, he's right, he's he's great right. at that pick, and you know. Instead, he gets instead he gets four games of embarrassment. Just, where the Warriors are oh. killing killing them without Steph Curry. Yep, exactly. I, yeah, I almost you know they almost. I, it's a shame about that Steph Curry injury. Like, hope, hopefully he's fine for, for many reasons. Uh, but it's like, you, you, I almost wish they just would have never played him the whole series. Just it would have been like, yeah, we're going to give you the first round off. <laughs> like, just not even in, ga- in game one, just roll out all the scrubs. Like, just get like, let like, Cur- like, like Curry, Draymond, and Clay just rest for the series and see if you can win it without them. And like, you know, bring them back if you're down 0 2 or something. But I mean, that almost would have been like a really interesting in your face uh, strategy. That would have been nice. Yeah. Um, all right, next team, next worst team is the Clippers. My my hatred of the Clippers is well known. We did a whole podcast on it. Uh, even though I think this team, you know, will definitely make the second round probably, and then you know, depending on the Curry injury, actually might go further than that. Wow! Uh, but you can't root for, you know, they got JJ Redick, Paul Pierce, they got the Rivers family. They're like the, you know, they're they're like the evil frat in an '80s movie. Like you can't root for, you can't root for the the. The, the preppy jocks, you know, you know, so. and that's interesting because I just noticed uh, Reddick's got this like really weird haircut. It's kind oh, of an really? Aust- it's an Austin Rivers haircut. It's like uh, so maybe oh, it's a new haircut or maybe I just didn't notice it. But or maybe I thought he was Austin Rivers during the first game. <laughs> but it's very like yeah it's, it's a they interesting are, they're uh they look different but their personalities are the same inside they're both they're both very ugly men yes they're very um very very next ugly. next is boston i mean come on they're already down they're already down 02 also why would you ever root for boston unless you're from boston and if you're from boston you know stay in boston please don't you know just don't don't let don't let us don't let us suffer you um yeah but next, but, but coach Coach Brad Stevens can do anything. Didn't you know he can <laughs> yeah. take a ragtag yeah. bunch of squads? Like, he can take a team of Evan Turner. Yeah, he's, he's, and yeah, he's the like, best. He's the really best, can do anything he wants. I'm surprised they, they you know, the Pope, he's a miracle the worker, Pope didn't but de- anoint them yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to a victory. Yeah, the, Pope, the Pope comes to the U.S. I just want to see Brad Stevens. I came all the way over. I don't know why the Pope sounds like that. <laughs> hey, I want hey, to uh, learn the- from uh, this uh, hey. Brad Stevens guy. I heard he's good. I'm the Pope. I got a hat and I got a car. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. Might have to go back and edit out the the, com- no, no, the no. comedy writer uh, <laughs> titles that we put on ourselves. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah, for sure, for sure. Those are just titles and quotes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Next, uh, the next is the Grizzlies. Again, I love the. I look. I love the Grizz. Love Matt Barnes. Love grit and grind. But you know, come on, this team isn't going anywhere. They're, they're essentially a D League team that is playing the Spurs again. If I was the Spurs, I would just. I would just. You know, and they're pretty much already doing this. I would just roll out the second unit and see if you could beat them with the second unit. Um, but the Spurs are so deep that really they could survive almost any injury except a Kawhi. I'd say. Sorry, Memphis. It's just, just not your year. Kind of well, like yeah, every that, other year. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, you know, you know, actually, there's a there's a there's an interesting debate about Memphis because they're like this small market team, who, you know, they're they've been really good for a long time, and it's like, would we rather have? They've been really good for a long time, but yet had have had no shot at winning. 
Yeah. So they've had a lot of fun playoff runs and a really likable group of guys that really are emblematic of the city. But, you know, they you if you're rooting for the team, you know they're not going to win the title. So would you almost rather have kind of like that fun playoff run and rooting for these guys all these years or that chance of the title? And I'd actually kind of like I'd prefer to, you know, really be in with these guys and, you know, go on kind of a little bit of a playoff run every year. I mean, not this year, but usually they make it to the second round. I think they made the conference finals one year, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I get it. If if I was a Memphis fan, I'd be happy, you know, because I'd probably like that team. But yeah, you kind of unfortunately, it's it's a superstar league, and they just don't have superstar. Oh, all right. Well, what the next? They don't. The next? <laughs> well, I mean, come on, Marcus Saul is a uh, superstar. Mar- Mark and Powell's parents would beg to differ. Yeah. No, no, Marcus Saul isn't a superstar, but you know, I think last year he you'd probably say he's a top twenty player in the league or top fifteen even. Yeah, but that's not a superstar. All right. Well, what's your definition? I mean, we want to get into semantics. Is a superstar what? Top five? Do you need a top five player in the league to win the title? Probably. Yeah. At least a top. At least a top ten. With the exception of that Detroit team, like basically every team has had an MVP on it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. The next two teams I have. The next two teams are sort of together. They're going to lose in the first round, but they're really likable. So I'd say, you know, root for these teams. If you're going to go on vacation, if you're going to be gone and miss the rest of the playoffs, <laughs> okay. these are the teams you want to you want to jump on. Dallas and Detroit, right? I mean, we both love Dallas and Detroit. What's not to love about Dallas and Detroit? You got Stan Van. You got Jim Carrey, a.k.a. Rick Carlisle. You got Dirk. You got Andre Drummond. I mean, these these teams are both lovable. Am I wrong? No, they're very lovable. Uh, problem is they are definitely going to lose. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Look, I'm just saying, look, if you're if you're going to be gone, if you're missing the second round or further, you know, this these are the teams for you. Okay. Um, all right, next next up, next up I have Cleveland. Um, this is mainly just cuz, you know, they're probably going to at least make the Eastern Conference Finals and probably the finals. So, you're going to have going to get a nice long run of rooting for the team. But on the other hand, do we like this team? Is like, I mean, I guess if you're a LeBron super fan, like if you're, you know, if you've been into LeBron from from day one or something, I guess this is this is your play. Um, but I mean, how many LeBron super fans are there that like aren't already Cleveland fans? You know? Yeah, but if you're gonna see the way I look at it, the part of joining a bandwagon is you want to win, right? Right. Because right. you want you to celebrate. Know that feeling. Yeah. Right. And I think yeah, you Cleveland feel better has, than someone else. I think Cleveland has one of the best shots of winning this whole thing. I think here's the case for the Cleveland bandwagon. If you hate Golden State because their owner is like super arrogant, or you hate the, the Curry and Thompson because they're a couple like trust fund kids, um, and you hate San Antonio because like whatever, you hate you think San Antonio is boring and you like you know think they've won too much, like your play is Cleveland. Like, Cleveland has the next best shot at the title. Yeah. So they're like the anti-Spurs and Warriors. Yeah, but you have them ranked so low. You have them in the middle of the pack. Yeah, it's because I don't like Cleveland. Yeah, this okay. is, These well, are my rankings. Oh, these, these are my rankings, rankings, John. Okay, okay. You could have made your own rankings. All right. Well, I'm, um, I'm telling you you're wrong about this, but go ahead. All right, so you would have them higher. Okay. I, yeah, okay. Right. Well, let's go through your list, and then I'll tell you where you're wrong. All right, all right, all right. Like usual. So my next yeah. team... I made this list before round one started. Okay, okay? fair enough. My next team is my next team is Portland. Ooh, so okay. I thought Por- I thought Portland is like because I love Portland. Dame Lillard. We've talked so much about our love of Dame Lillard. Maybe my favorite player in the league. Yeah, me too. Um, just oh, so this Portland team. Also, I love the city of Portland. Kudos to you. What a great city. Great, um, great city. Shout out Hawthorne. Shout out my friend Duncan. I, I thought they had a chance of beating the Clippers. Like, I thought, you know, I thought they really had a chance. And then I watched game one, and I'm like, no, no chance. Zero. Yeah, I had – I thought that they have uh, zero chance of, of winning. Uh, maybe one game, just because Dame could get hot and, you know, catch him off guard. But Clippers are good. Clippers are really good. And p- we, should, we should mention they're actually playing right as we speak. <laughs> yeah, they are losing <laughs> as we speak. We're – we're missing. Oh, they're only down by nine. We're we're missing this game to 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 sing their praises. That's how that's how big of Portland fans we are. Yeah, that we're not watching the game to record this podcast. Yeah, um, but a good. I think they're ranked very fair because they are. Look, you can join this bandwagon, and you can still do you it. Can, and you can feel great. And you can feel great. And you can say, or if they don't win, you just say, "Hey, man!" But next year, 
you know, hey, we, we this was our rebuild year, and we made it to the playoffs. Right, and right. You we're playing you hard. Get in, you get in now, and you stay on the bandwagon all through next year. Yeah, that's a good play. Yeah, that's because good they didn't play. sneak I, I into might, the playoffs, I, right? What, no, 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 they no. They're good. They're good. They're fifth good. Seed? They're growing. Yeah, yeah. The the fifth seed, and you know, in next year in the West, I guess you know, I guess Minnesota will be better, but you know, besides, I guess Minnesota and Utah should be better, but besides them. Who else is really going to be improved? Yeah, no, it's going to be great. They, you know, I think that's a a, a top bandwagon team. You, you know, oh, you're yeah. not going to win. You know, you're not going to win it this year, but you, you go in strong. You could say, and then also play this angle. Be like, remember, remember, everyone thought we were going to be the worst team. I knew the whole year. I knew the whole year, man. We're fifth seed. Well, you just, you just yeah. pretend that you knew. Oh yeah. Well, the, yeah. If you're jumping on a bandwagon, if you're going to lie, oh, yeah. just jump. I guess on. there's no rules. There's no, no rules. rules to just band, be like, you know, like you know, Dame should have been an all star, and all you guys do is hate on us. And uh, Portland's been my my favorite city my whole life. And yeah, uh, yeah I went yeah, there yeah. one time, by the way. Went yeah, there yeah. Four days. And I've made I made a judgment on that city based on that four day vacation. It's wonderful. Um, I love that place. Next next up next up I have. I just am putting Toronto and Indiana together. Um, I think the play is you watch that series, you know, you just kind of pick the winner to be your, your bandwagon team. Um, It's a close series. You know, you can make the case for either team. Indiana has Paul George, you know, fun, good coaching. Also Monte Ellis, always entertaining, despite, you know, how actually how he probably isn't a good basketball player. Um, (laughs) They got, they got Miles Turner, that great rookie. I just love the way he looks. Nice. Um, and then Toronto, of course, Toronto. We love Toronto. That that fan base, perhaps the best fan base in the NBA. Um, so I think you just watch that series and sort of get to get to know the teams, and then when everyone wins, you're you're on that you're on that bandwagon and hope and hope that it goes to the Eastern Conference Finals and maybe they topple Cleveland. Ooh, see, I, I think I just looked at it differently. Like I think either of those teams are most likely going to disappoint in the playoffs. Either the Pacers well, yeah, are going to lose or the Raptors yeah. are going to lose, and then you're going to be super disappointed. Well, look, well, look, we'll get to my, some of my higher rankings. Like, I, I think they will lose in the second round. Whoever wins this, I think, is losing in the next round. Well, they don't. Um, I don't want to pick them as a bandwagon. I want. Well, them. that's why they're. That's why they're low. We haven't even reached. There's still one. Okay. Two, all right. Three, all right. Four. Keep going. There's keep still going. six teams right. left. They're right. only number seven. Or that's, seven. That's, they're that's sharing a, seven that's and eight. That's a top fifty percentile. Well, yeah, but I mean, look at some of the garbage that's below them. You're going to jump on the Houston or Clippers or Boston or Grizz. You know, you're not going to Cavs. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, maybe you want to put the Cavs. You can put the Cavs higher. You want to just go? I'm trying to pick a team that's likable. All right, all right, all right, right. likable. Okay. All right, next, next, I have OKC. Now, just full disclosure, I hate OKC. I I hate them because they stole the team from Seattle. I also (laughs) hate the color scheme. Could not hate the color scheme more. I hate the logo. For me, the aesthetics is really important for a team. Like I like it. I like a good uniform. I like a good color scheme. I like a good mascot. True. Uh, OKC has none of that, but they do have a gentleman named Russell Westbrook, who is one of the funnest players to watch. Yeah. So you jump on this bandwagon thinking, you know, I'm 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 riding with Russ, my man. No, I hear you. I think that's pretty solid. Russ is one of the best. One of the, the most fun. Uh, he's the most dynamite yeah. player out there. Here, here's here's my favorite development too of of these of this thunder, is have you seen the Russell Westbrook uh, campaign dancing before the games? Yes, I have. Yes, yes, I have. Yes, I love it because it's like, it's like Russell Westbrook. He's like chiseled from rock. Like you cannot be cooler than Russell Westbrook, right? And campaign like, kind of looks like E. T. Like he's he's <laughs> just all. It looks like. All his features were put on in the wrong place. Like his eyes, like slightly off, off kilt. His ears are too far back. It's just. It's like a Mister Potato Head that got a little yeah, out of hand. Yeah, yeah, that just, uh-huh, just is starting you. to melt. Right, it's a snowman starting to melt. That's okay. what he looks like, right? right? And I love it. So you have the, them two dancing together, and it's like the coolest guy and the nerdiest guys. It's like, it's like, it's like um, Stefan Urkel dancing with Stephen Urkel, <laughs> you know, or Stephen Urkel. <laughs> you know, all those people I, grew up in the eighties know what I'm talking about. They yeah. know they know Stefan, Stefan Ar- yeah. Raquel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So here's my question. How do you how do you think that like Russell and Cam like became dance buddies? Because Cam's a Cam's uh, a, a rookie, right? 
Yeah, maybe he was, you know, who I don't know. I don't know how this is the kismet, John. You're like, they're just dancing and they maybe at the club and they're like, I like your moves. I like your moves. I wonder and if it's one of the. Yeah, maybe it's like one of those things where like rookies have to do like a talent show orientation kind of fun thing. Right, right. And and he wows them. He wows them. That's, dancing. That's a behind the scenes story right there. Cam yeah. Cam wins everyone over with his dancing at the talent show. Yeah. You know, or like maybe it, or maybe it's the opposite. It's just like. Like Russ sees him like, like dancing, but not like in front of everyone. And Russ is like, "Yo, Cam, like, what's what's up, man? You dancing?" He's like, "No, no, no, Russ, no, nah, Mr. Westbrook, I wasn't dancing." He's like, "Yo, Cam, dancing's cool. Expressing yourself, <laughs> expressing yourself in movement and rhythm, is actually really cool." Right, right, right. You know, he puts the arm around him. Yeah, the like, the like, this, this, like, the sappy music starts. Yeah, playing. he's like, you dancing know, dancing is cool. Express yourself, young Cam. Yeah, and he was like, you know, there used to be this other guy I knew who was scared to express himself in, like, in dress and outfits. And then he finally, you know, decided to just go for it. And now he feels more free. And that man was me. But did you see Charlie Villanuevo? Uh, oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. Great. Love Charlie. Love Charlie. Got to get in gotta the middle of beef. Got to start beef. Yeah. I liked how uh, Russell just kind of pushed him out of the way and kept dancing. I read a story on Reddit uh, in in the comments for that, where apparently, um, when De- you know, remember when Deshaun Stevenson was on the Mavs? Yeah. And so apparently, Rick Carlisle was like, they had a player only meet or a team meeting before the playoffs, and he's like, "All right, you know, no one says anything in the media. No one says nothing. We don't want to give them any material." And Deshaun Stevenson stands up. He says, "Bullshit, Coach. You know I'm gonna talk shit." <laughs> and then Rick's like, all right, no one except him. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. I like that. I like that. All right, all right. So we reached the top four. We're My number four, four is San, San Antonio, you know, for obvious reasons. You know, me personally, I love the, 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 the players on the Spurs. I love the personalities. You got Boban, Kawhi, Matt Bonner, Patty Mills. You know, these are all great, great people. Um, and they're gonna probably, you know, they're at least making the Western Conference Finals, you would think. Yeah. Um, if they can get past OKC. So, you know, you're going to get a nice run. Yeah, I think that's a solid pick. I mean. All right. Next up, Golden State. Obviously, probably going to win the title. So, you know, you get the, you know, the, the longevity there. Um, you know, generally, a, generally a likable bunch. I feel like we're on, you know, the cusp of everyone turning on the Warriors. I feel like if they win yeah. the title this year, everyone's going to turn on them. They're going to be like, wait a second. You know, Steph and Clay, they're both they both kind of have like zeros in the personality department. Draymond talks too much. You know, that that the owner said what the owner said about how they're light years ahead, very smug, Silicon Valley, you know, BS. And, you know, and Kerr too, I mean Kerr's kind of a master, but you know, he kind of seems also a little smug. So I could see I could see the backlash maybe coming if they win the title. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They're 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 kinda on thin ice. And, also, and, okay, go ahead. Well, no, no, you can go. You can go. Get on See, this ice. is why this is a tough bandwagon because I wouldn't have him ranked so high. One, it's it's too obvious, and people will call you out for being a bandwagon. If you're like, right. Golden State, I told you, they'd be like, yeah, of course, dumbass. But it's fun. But it's a fun bandwagon. It is I've a fun bandwagon. All year. Yes, you have. Uh, but here's a big problem. High upside major major downside if they go 73 they win 73 games break break the record and then lose you're the biggest embarrassment you're you're like you're a joke it's tough they're they're gonna go after you you're the 16 and one patriots or the 18 and one patriots like the haters are gonna come so hard they're gonna say last year was a fluke you know, you guys aren't really tough. You're, you're whatever. You know, especially if they lose. To, imagine if they lose to the Cavs with, with Love and Kyrie. Oh, oh that's, not, ev- that's not happening. Let's just say they, they do. Let's say they do. If they lose, they're losing to the Spurs. Let's say they do. Now everyone's going to say last year was a fluke, and the only reason you won no. was this. And they'll, no. they'll, it's, it's a, you can pick, let me, you can pick let me Golden t- State, but you got a lot of, you got a lot of pressure. Because everyone will say, something. everyone will go back and say, I told you the Bulls were better. I told you the 96 Bulls were better. 
Yeah, look, it's a tough bandwagon, but I would also, but let me, I, I want to go back to the early point. If they play Cleveland in the finals, I would take Golden State even if Steph Curry was injured. That's how, that's how little I think of Cleveland. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you heard it here. You heard it here in a scenario that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, also, you know what I was thinking about is like, why is, why do you think Curry is so likable? I know he's really good and he makes these shots, but. You know, he kind of has like a zero in the personality department, and he's very brash on the court. Like he basically, you know, he does a lot of like talking and kind of dancing on the court. He kind of he's kind of J.R. Smith like on the court. And I wonder if you know, if it's just because he looks so cuddly, is that why he's so likable? Or almost if there's a race component in that because he's so light skinned. Oh wow, likeable. you're going that. You're you're going that yeah. route. Yeah. Look, I went there. I went there. Wow. Like honestly though, honestly, honestly. Well, I I would totally dis- if he, I would disagree with if, a if, lot of that. If 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 Steph Curry was as dark skinned as J.R. Smith or Shaq or something, I don't think he'd be as I don't think he'd be as popular. Okay, I'm, I'm saying I'm, <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking the. Um, you know, never before taken stance that you know there are a lot of racists in America. That's, what <laughs> that's, I'm saying, that's John. a that's a that's a harsh stance. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna disagree on so many levels here. Uh, okay. One, saying he plays like J.R. Smith. Look, if J.R. Smith was really good at basketball, no, no, no. I'm saying he I'm saying he celebrates like J.R. Smith. Yeah, if like J.R. Smith was really good at basketball, we'd love the way J.R. Smith plays. All right. And that's what's so good. But that's why people like Steph is because he's that good and he he has that confidence. If if you okay, you know you you don't want like your favorite player to be some like insecure wiener dude. You want mm. you want the guy that's like, oh, give me the ball. I'm gonna insecure take insecure wiener dude. Yeah, that's you want my, uh, you, screen name on Reddit. You want secure wiener dude. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, and and to say J.R. Smith isn't look. J.R. Smith is fun when he's good. It's just when he's bad, he's horrible, you know? Right. So that would, I would, I would, you know, I think his, his style of play is great. Um, as far as being light skinned, uh, I mean, there's just so many non light skinned players that are so likable. I mean, Jordan's, People love Jordan. People love Kobe, and they're not light skinned at all. I'm uh, just ask, I'm just I'm just putting it out there that what you know what percentage of his popularity has to do. That, I think part you know, of his popularity he's though stereotypically non threatening in terms of the way he looks. Yes, but then I guess my question is, why do you think light skinned people are non threatening, and does that mean that you think dark skinned people are threatening? No, no, no. I'm not saying I think that. I'm saying you're this saying is a stereo- the this stereotype. Is a stereotype. This is a perception that we have in the in, in the U.S. You okay, know, so like, you're uh, saying that we just general in general people like him because no, the- and I'm uh, yeah, I'm sure there's reams of research that backs this up. Got too, it. But, Got it. Um, yeah. yeah, I would say maybe, but also a lot of that I think is more his personality. Like, I think it's just, like, he is that, like, wholesome Christian guy. It's the same thing with his wife. He's a family man. He has a cute little daughter. I mean, look, like, Iverson's not that dark-skinned, but it's the tattoos. Tupac wasn't dark-skinned, but it's the tattoos and it's the attitude. So, I think if (laughs) – wow, we really went there with this conversation. I think it's it's – the his just his personality his you know his wholesome nature people really like that and i think if one thing the thing that's hurting him is the cockier he gets that's when you start seeing these people kind of start i haven't seen i haven't seen anyone hate on stuff like have you ever seen anyone hate on stuff i haven't seen anyone say i think we just talked about how that team is on the cusp of yeah it's on the cusp of it but i've seen the only people confident. who hate the only people who hate on Steph are like the old players, like the the super old players who are just jealous, man. Yeah. All right. So my top team, my top bandwagon team, I'm cheating here again. I'm just, I'm putting Miami and Charlotte together. So I mean, it looks like Miami's oh, got this God. series. They just won, so they're up two zero. Uh, but this, you know, whoever wins this series, I think is going to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I think has a very good chance of beating Cleveland and being in the finals. Um, so I'm saying you get on whatever team wins a series, you get on that bandwagon. You wa- same thing with the Toronto Indiana thing. You watch it closely, 
You know, they got a lot of likable players on both teams. Both got great uniforms, great logos. Um, yeah, that's so. That's what. That's what. I, that's what. I, this is what I'm going to be doing, John, for the playoffs. I'm, I've been watching this series, and you know, whatever team wins, I'm going to be. Uh, I'm going to be rooting for them in force at, oh, through the through, through the duration. What's wrong? Um, you don't like these teams? Oh my god! I don't think I've. I, I didn't think I'd be this disappointed in you by the end of this conversation. Charlotte, Charlotte is. I love Charlotte. Not get good. out of here. Get out of here. Charlotte's great. Good. Charlotte no, is great. Not. Charlotte, you look at they're all the advanced stats. They're going to get swept. Well, they're going to get. They're good. Look, they had a disappointing playoffs, but they had a great regular season, and like they're, you know, by point differential, you know. Uh, basketball rating, all those, all those advanced stats. They were one of the best teams in the league. They were like a top five team, top ten team in the league. Ugh. They had a great season. They're only getting better. Love the no. unis, like I said. Love, oh my love God. that. Teal? Love the way they look. Yes, uh. it's great. It's different. Uh. Uh. Oh, the, the, the oh honeycomb. It's just fantastic. Honeycomb? I love it. It's so love everything Al about Jefferson. the Hornets. You just like Jeremy Lin. That's oh, it. I do like Jeremy Lin. I do That's like added Jeremy bonus. Lin too. Yeah, yeah, you but got come Kemba, on. Kemba come on. too. Kemba, come on. Kemba, yeah. Batum, this is Batum's these, really these, good. But then you yeah, got this, you got Frank Kaminsky and and there's nothing like wrong eight, with Frank. eight other white centers who who are there's bad. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with. And then Frank, you got Al man. Jefferson, who's just like oh, Al's great. <laughs> Al's What's not Al? great. Al's not great. Don't don't He's spout lunch, off analytics lunch, lunch and pale, then be like and then be like Al Jefferson really where it's at. No, he's not. Well, I can, I can have it both ways. I that, can that you know, team. use analytics to prove one case and use personality to prove another one. <laughs> Look, Charlotte, I'm not going to say they're bad because they're clearly not. Uh-huh. But there is no shot in hell that they would ever go far in this playoff series. If they won this series, if they could pull. Well, Batum looks like Batum's pretty injured now. If they won the series, if Batum was fine, they would easily beat the next one. And they, you know, this no, Cleveland they're not, team. They're not. Well, they're not Ugh. that good. They're why good. would you pick? Why would you pick the like? You, you, you're like the guy who like gamble, like who puts all his money on double zeros in roulette. And it was like, hey, look, if hey. this pays off, like, no, horrible idea. Charlotte was well, never going to be I'm anything. Saying, Miami, that's why I'm saying. Look, I'll give you a little you, credit for Miami. You I'll pick, give you a little credit you for Miami. Look at the series, and you pick. Yeah, Miami wins. Now you're rooting for Miami. Okay, I love my. I don't I'll really like Miami. Dwayne Wade that much, but I love Justice Winslow and I love Josh Richardson, um, and I'm a big Goran Dragic fan. So I'm, yeah. I'm I'm about that life, and I love Spo. Okay, I w- I will give you Miami. Miami would have been probably around my like fourth pick, fourth or fifth pick because they do have a shot to actually make it. They're they're I think the only sleeper team. That is an actual sleeper. They're definitely go. They're, if they win this, they're definitely beating Toronto or Indiana in the second round. Hundred percent. Put it all. Put it all on double zero and put it all on that. I'm <laughs> telling you. I don't know. I think Toronto could beat them, but Pacers can't. Dude, what's uh, going on with Toronto, man? Like Toronto, they can't. They just for whatever reason in the playoffs they they tighten up, and yeah. DeRozan's game doesn't translate to the playoffs either. So, anyways, I am dreading. So dreading this summer when the Lakers give DeRozan a max. That'll further push me away uh, from my Laker fandom. Yeah. Um, well, but I don't know. I, I Your list is very interesting. Uh, I don't understand a lot of it or where you're coming from. Well, what's your team? What's your number one? T- well, that's 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 bad on my part. If I if I can't if I can't let you know where I'm coming from after I've talked about it for the past oh, half hour. Sh- Charlotte. Ugh. Okay, I would say I like Charlotte. I've always liked Charlotte. I'm, I'm no, down no, I'm with nothing, Charlotte. I have nothing wrong with Charlotte, but if the goal Hornets, is to, if the the Hornets goal is is to jump nickname. on a bandwagon, I'm I would jumping. Say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a Charlotte fan next year. Here, here's the best. Cleveland's the best one because no, they have God, a, because they have God. a legit chance of winning. Oh, they have a oh. legit. They have an actual legit chance of winning. You you can always hop on that. LeBron is the greatest player of all time. Bandwagon. Like, oh, I'm down that. with that. I'm you down with that. Hop on that. And how about this? You could be like, I told you you needed to play Kevin Love at the five. And right. then you'll look like the smartest guy in the room. You'll I say, look, that's all they've been. That's all they had to do. All they had to do is, re- is play Ky- Kyrie less minutes, which is what I've been saying all year. Play uh-huh. Love at the five, which I've been saying all year. And LeBron James is the greatest player. And then everyone's like, damn, John, you were smart. You, you're we should really, we should, we should, we should uh, 
tweet out the link to your show. <laughs> right? But if you're like, Charlotte, I'm a Charlotte fan. I'd be like, what? Are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 So I'd pick, well, no, I picked them Charlotte. first. For Atlanta. You didn't even They're mention fine. Atlanta in the last. Oh, I skipped them. You skipped them. <laughs> oh, my God. Matt. I skipped them. That's how. That's that's perfectly indicative of Atlanta and what Atlanta <laughs> is. Yep. And you know, you know what's even sad? And it, you know, it's so perfectly Atlanta. My so list is Atlanta. my list is number one Miami slash Charlotte, number two Golden State, number three San Antonio, number four Atlanta. <laughs> 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 They're my fourth bandwagon team, yeah. and I skipped them because it's just like uh, I'll say Duh. this about Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got Al Horford, and here's here's what I'll say about Al, Al Horford. I was watching the game uh, the other day. And Al Horford is shooting free throws, right? And I see my wife look at him, and I just know in about two minutes if I look at her computer. Because what happens, I watch the game. My wife's working on her computer. I know in about two minutes if I look at her computer, she'll be Googling Al Horford. And uh, that's what was happening. I looked over there in two <laughs> minutes, and lo and behold, you got some Googling of, uh, of Mr. Horford. Um, Does she like Al yeah. Horford? Well, he's an attractive man, you know? All right, hold on. Let me let me ask my my fiance. Yeah. Hey, do you do you think Al Horford's good looking? Oh yes, very yeah, much so. See? I had no idea. Hello, hello, I John. No I had no idea. Wake up. Wake he doesn't up look. Smell, he doesn't look. Smell the hot guy. He, he. She just said he's beautiful. I would agree that he's, he's beautiful, uh, but his body doesn't look that great. I don't, who could, look? Oh, his wife is also eye. beautiful. I'm hearing. Oh, yeah, it's I his eye, Those eyes, John. Those eyes. Those eyelashes. Come on. Yeah, I'm more of a physique uh, guy. I you're more of a you're, you're yeah. more of well, look, if you're more into physique. Yeah, I feel like got, I have like just a smaller version of Al Horford's body. Like <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. Like, oh, like okay, I just never. like like he doesn't seem like ripped. He doesn't have abs, does he? Can we look up? Look, man, who knows? I I'll ask my wife. I'll ask him. I'm sure she did the Google image search. I'm sure maybe a few came up. All right. Um, all right. Out. We're going to find out. Should right. we move on to um get at me dog? Last time we, this has been a while, John. It's been a long time since it's we did Get At Me Dog. For those of you who are new to Get At Me Dog, the way it works is we pick a player to tweet at. John and I tweet at him. If the player responds, retweets, does anything, we get points. Our player chose, chosen player was Spencer Hawes. So I, I, I didn't tweet at Spencer Hawes. I just took the strategy of putting a tweet where he was in the tweet. So okay. I said, my, my tweet was... I said, pulling for the at Hornets tonight. Jay Lynn, Jeremy Lynn, is my second favorite player. And Spencer Hawes is my 807th favorite player. No reaction, John. No reaction. Ah. Dead, dead silence. Dead, dead silence. silence. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I doubt I mean, I did, I, I, did, I did diss him in the Yeah, you kind of dissed him. You kind of dissed him. Yeah. I yeah, went yeah. with, a, you know, just a real simple one. I said, okay. at Spencer Hawes, 0 0. He said, the troops, smiley face, hashtag <laughs> troops. <laughs> Spencer Haas, known conservative, known lover of the military. Yeah. And uh, that's great. That's great. And uh, zero response. No, zero response. Zero, well, I think we all know that Spencer hates the troops. Then. Yeah, he probably hates the troops. Uh, I think that's it. That's so. Clearly Very sad. What's happening? Yeah. yeah, he sold out America and joined ISIS. Spencer, <laughs> do I tweet at him? No, no, actually, don't tweet. I was gonna say tweet at him. ISIS hashtag ISIS. But uh, <laughs> I'll probably. I, I don't think write, you yeah. wanna tweet that. Uh, yeah. I don't think you wanna yeah. go down yeah. that little. All right, level. we won't go down that path. Um, uh, who, do, who should we do next? I have a suggestion. Let's do uh, Josh Richardson of the Miami Heat. I well, okay. Here's here's why. Maybe we should pick some not in the playoffs. Okay, all right. So because because they're probably focused, so we need Rudy to- Gobert. Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Okay, let's see. Let's see Rudy Gobert. Let's uh, the Stifle yeah, Tower. Let's, let's go. Let's, let's, go. Yeah. let's go. Let's go. Gobert. Yeah. Um, all right. Can we talk about this? Uh, oh, you want to talk about something? All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Clarkson. Who's uh, what which, about which, him? Which Kardashian is Kendall? He's been uh, he's been hanging out with Kendall Kardashian. Right. Right. Is that- right. What is it? Hold on. Kendall Jenner. I'm asking my yeah. fiance. Yeah, because she's yeah. She, she's she's up on she's up yeah. on Jordan Clarkson up, and Kendall Jenner. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw I okay, saw some uh, vine of them or something. I saw a vine of them at Coachella. Uh, hey, hey, how about this? Any team that is going to offer a big contract to Jordan Clarkson? Yeah. Don't. Don't. History yeah, let, has let shown you. the Kardashian clan you. ruins don't do it. pro athletes. Don't do it. And don't do it. Someone is going to offer him a lot of money because he's a restricted free agent, I believe, right? Right. RFA, so either yeah. the Lakers will most likely match unless someone sends him a max contract. But either way, someone is going to wildly overpay this guy and he's. He's going to be a failure like every other athlete Look, that has touched one of the Kardashians or the Jets. I, I could not agree more. I used to love the guy, but look, if that's – and also he hangs out with Nick Young a lot, so come on. You can't – you know, just, those two things combined, he's got the Nick Young influence. Now he's got the Kardashian influence. Yeah, run away, Lakers. Run away. That and w- between them giving Jordan Clarkson a max contract and DeRozan a max contract, I'm – I could not be more out on the Lakers. Uh. Yeah, well, I wonder right, what though. they're going to do because they I don't think they would want both there, right? Cuz they're both Well, who knows? Guys. I mean, I don't I don't think we can predict what the Lakers are going to do. I That's very I, true. I I mean like they're bringing Byron Scott back, which is completely baffling. Like well, it's not baffling. I mean, I think we all know what's going on, that Jim Buzz wants to bring it back, and Jeannie's fine with it, so it'll fall on his face, and then she'll take over the organization. <laughs> wow. But, what a, what um, a house of cards uh, kind of play. Well, did you— Oh, uh, well, there was. was they t- someone made a house of cards uh, Lakers uh, oh, like, really? mashup. So, That's yeah. funny. Well, yeah. Woj uh, had an article today saying that the reason they lost on uh, uh, Tibbs is because they couldn't decide whether they wanted to keep uh, Byron Scott or not. And that Tibbs was willing to go to the Lakers and wanted no, to go I heard, there. I heard, I heard uh, on some podcast today that basically Tibbs has been, Tibbs has been secretly lobbying, lobbying for the Minnesota job for months. And the Minnesota job was the job he always wanted. So mm, I don't know. Woj said Lakers. I, I believe that he would have gave it a strong consideration. Either way, uh, either way, yeah, I also believe yeah. that the Lakers would have screwed this thing up either either way. Oh yeah, yeah, they would have run yeah. him out of town in two years. Yeah, t- I mean Tibbs, Tibbs is smart man. He went with a, he went with a team with the best roster. I mean those. I mean like, if you're betting on a team for the next ten years, you bet on the Wolves. Like what team has a better roster going forward than the Wolves? I mean maybe the the Spurs or Warriors no, for the next no. few years. But like, you got to go Wolves, man. I mean, yeah, no, no, it's I, great. If I was a coach, that's where I'm headed. Although I and hate they, Minnesota. Yeah, that's. I mean, the, the, I don't like. I mean, it's, look, the people in Minnesota are great. I'm all Midwest, whatever. It's fantastic, but I don't want to live there. So. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I think they really put themselves in a good position. I think Tibbs, and then they brought in um, uh, what's his name? Scott, from the Spurs? Scott Layden. Scott Layden, yeah, Layden, GM from the Spurs. Yeah. So and so, I think yeah, that'll, they brought in someone from the Spurs because I, I think, think the one, th- yeah, the one thing, the one concern i would have though with tibbs there is you know tibbs doesn't want to lose and your only concern is that he'll be patient enough with some of these younger guys you know so that they could grow and develop at the pace that they should you know and not pull a pelicans and just like throw all your future draft picks away in hopes of right you know although it's like with Minnesota, they got so many young guys. It's like Tibbs could probably throw away two of them, and they'd still be fine. Like, Tibbs could completely give up on uh, Shabazz Muhammad and Zach Levine, and you still got, you know, Wiggins and Towns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I, plus, I guess that plus is Dang, if he keeps, still got Dang, who also looks good, and, you know, yeah, Ricky if Rubio, you keep, if he can if stay you keep healthy. Wiggins, if you keep Wiggins, Towns, and maybe Rubio, or depending on what you think of Rubio, they should be pretty good. But they also have... You know they're the f- they have the fifth pick this year or you know the fifth slot in the draft so they could get another yeah. young guy. I just they might or they might even move up. Yeah. Yeah, and I just but I hope that they're they don't trade that fifth pick for like you know some someone to rush it now because Carl Anthony Towns Steve is Blake. twenty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you know him and Wiggins are twenty. They have seven yeah, years no, till no, their they, prime. They have a long time and don't. Yeah, they had a while. Russia, they got a while. Like really, yeah. just kind of ease into this, and then they could be they could be a dynasty if, if they pull it off. So I think that that'll right, be the interesting thing. But it's nice that they just, have uh, you know some more front office help to not just let Tibbs just like you know 
right. Basically. Um, yeah. yeah, no. Good yeah. Good for Minnesota. I'm sure the Minnesota fans are stoked. Um, in the exact opposite news, uh, yes. Sacramento, Sacramento's uh. first three interviews for their coach are Mark Jackson, Sam Mitchell, and Vinny Del Negro. <laughs> oh, God. You know what? And, and I'm, I'm to be a King, you must, as a 76ers fan, it just think at least you're not a Kings fan. Well, here's a funny true story because that news came out. Was it the coaching thing came days. out yesterday? Yeah. And it was Tuesday night. As I was in bed, as I was trying to go to sleep, it hit, it dawned on me because I was thinking about the Sixers and I go, oh my God, we're the Sacramento Kings. Like, no, that, you're not. That's, hold on. That's what level of dysfunction we're at with ownership. The right. fact that, yeah, you know, I, Jerry Colangelo I, is a snake and he's. You got a ways, John. He's full, John. No, no, hold on. He's full of shit. And the recent news ca- coming out about how he. I, I never wanted Brian Colang. Like, it's all garbage and it's just such a shit show. It's such an absolute shit show with him and the owners and everyone. And Silver's weighing in and it's just, it's just a mess. And then. An, I couldn't sleep all night because I kept thinking to myself <laughs> the way We're that the I, the way that I picture the Kings is how everyone pictures me. And I was just like, Oh, this is like the worst feeling in the world. And then I felt so bad and I just, I, I couldn't sleep. I st- I just like laid in bed. My mind was racing and then I wake up and then I hear, Oh, the Kings might <laughs> Their top picks are Vinny Del Negro, Mark Jackson, and Sam Mitchell. And then I thought, all right, we're not no, quite the you're Kings. Not, you're not. We're not you're quite. Still things think this isn't just you know. Just when you think you've hit just rock above. bottom, you st- you could still go down. You're still you look down below you and say, oh, there's the Kings down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. It's always like, yep, yep. It's like when you when you finally like you know, like get kicked out of your house and you have no money. You know, right, you think you're right. a waste, and you're then walking it's like, down the street, and you see the Kings, and you're and like, "Oh, at least I'm not a member of the Sacramento Kings." Yeah, at least, at least I'm not a, a Kings fan. Yeah, yeah, uh, poor Kings, uh, fan. poor Kings fan. Hey, you know what? Stick we, with it, guys. Stick with it. I feel sorry for you. I'm you know, sure hey, look at Minnesota tw- fans for yeah, forever. Twenty. If you, yeah, you just need to get two number one draft picks in a row, and you'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, you just um, need insane luck. And you'll be there. Shouts, shout out beefs. This is, you know, we've already sort of been doing shout outs beefs. We've been beefing with uh, Jordan Clarkson. We've been shouting out the Wolves. We've been beefing with the Kings. Do you have any other shout outs and beefs beyond beyond the ones we've done? Uh, what about I, you? I got, some, I got some, I'll, I'll just, I got a brief beef. I will beef with Amin El Hassan from uh, the Worldwide Leader. Oh, yeah. He has been on all the various platforms that gets afforded to him trumpeting his pick of Miami making the finals acting like you know he's the greatest predictor in the world that he could think Miami makes the finals I don't think you get to just pick and choose the predictions like you can't just pick the one prediction that got right and just you know keep throwing that in everyone's faces you have to look at the whole body of work so I think anytime he brings up the heat he should be contractually required to say he picked the Pelicans to win the West okay so it's like (laughs) Yeah. Every time he says heat, someone should just say back to him, Pelicans, okay? Slow your roll, buddy. You pick the Pelicans, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's, yeah. that's just classic, uh, you know, people people thinking they're, they're you know, uh, how do I say Well, it's just selective memory. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I, I told you they'd be good. Yeah, well, you also said uh, Portland was going to be bad. You also said, right. you know, and whatever. Yeah. Heat, once again... Like if you're picking the, heat, I mean, I you've generally only think beat the Charlotte. <laughs> you've yeah. only beat the Charlotte Hornet so far. All right, yeah. you've only well, bodied. Think, yeah, you know. I generally don't don't find predictions that useful. You know, it's you know predicting who's gonna win, who's who's that. It's like, I mean, do we do we even really care about this? Like, we, I mean, we all. It's like I don't need a bunch of experts to to tell me, you know, to give me a prediction. I can make my own prediction. I have my own thinking. Like, I don't need a bunch of guys to you know weigh in on that. Really, anyways. Yeah, yeah, that's also a classic, and that I, I love when people do that with uh, draft picks too. They're like, "I told you, I had Chris Stapps like way higher," and then it's like, yeah, "Well, no, but had, I think no, no, but no, you also I had think, really bad players higher than him too." No, but I you know? think the draft pick things is actually really interesting because that's really an important part of the NBA is your ability to nail draft picks. And you know, Hinky, I think talks about talked about it in the Zach Lowe podcast where it's like. 
What you want to do as an organization is come up with your list. You want to rank the draft picks and see how you did, you know, five years later. And you want to do that for each draft. And you want to figure out the process through which you can get that right. You know, is it scouting? Is it analytics? You want to really drill down because that is the most important component of building a team is drafting the right players. So I think, you know, people, prognosticators who are out there, you know, trying to let you know, like, I think predicting the draft is useless, but coming up with rankings of the college players coming into the league, like, I think that's interesting. And, you know, you maybe you can find a guy who's really good at that, like some, some, some guy on the internet who's really good at that, and that guy should have a job, you know, working for a team or something like that. No, so no, absolutely. Like, I, uh, no, I'm not arguing that. What I'm arguing is when people, like, say, like, oh, I had this guy ranked really high and they try to take credit for how good they are, but it's also like, Without, well, you, you also like, had four other people who were busts. Right. It should be like, on average, you know, my the, my players like outperform this league by this much. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I that's agree. the thing. People are like, I had this guy highly ranked, and then it's like, yeah, but you also had these guys highly ranked, and they're really bad. So please don't brag. You know, it's that oh, the, selective the black is, brag. The worst, the worst, I mean, the worst, of course, is Chad Ford. You know about Chad Ford, right? Oh, you can yeah. beef with Chad Ford, too. You know how he, he edited his rankings after oh, the yeah. fact to make himself look better. <laughs> Which is just... Fuck you, Chad Ford. I can't believe that wasn't a bigger deal. The homie freaking went in and moved guys up that were turned out Oh, better. yeah, no, he in, had in, Giannis in, number one the whole time. No, no, no. I mean, he didn't do that, but he would do it like sneaky. You know, it's like no, no, you I cheat. Know. You don't cheat all the way. You do a little bit of cheating. Yeah, no. So I think he, he did moved like some Giannis from like seventeen to like thirteen. Yeah, to like yeah, exactly. He 11, did all yeah. all this sorts of stuff. You know. Yeah. And it's like he clearly did this, and it wasn't a big deal. Like he got in no trouble for it. It was like it's crazy. It's like, dude, you can't. That's like pure dishonesty. How does he still have a job? Like, how do even oh. people take him seriously? Well, it's also Wild. like uh, like uh, you know, Danny Ainge was like. Or who was it? Scalabrini said, like, and Danny Ainge said that they had um, uh, uh, Draymond Green third on their board. You know, because everyone's like, how did, <laughs> how did Draymond get passed up? And they're like, we had him third. Oh, really? Oh, really? Because you had three picks that draft. And you chose yeah. Fab Mello over him. You, like, yeah. so how can you stand there with a straight face say, hey, I knew all along, all no, along Draymond look, John, Green was going to be John, this player. Look, they had Fab Mello one. Jared Solinger two and Draymond three. Okay, that's how it oh went out. That's how... No, it's they had him three, yeah. and then I guess I guess Ainge, what you're saying Ainge, is Ainge we is Ainge is Ainge is the king of like letting it get out there in the media. What a what a great uh, talent evaluator he is. Like I know, you know he. If I hear Simmons say one more time, Ainge is the only GM that would have taken Durant over Odin. I'm gonna shoot myself. Um, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah Ainge is always just, working the media. Anyways, yeah, yeah, all right, just, all right. And no one gives right. no one gives him shit for it. No one yeah. gives him shit. Yeah, for well, it. we're I'm giving here. him shit. I'm, I'm we're giving, here. We're, yeah, Danny Ainge. Yeah, we are. Meet me in Temecula. I will take yeah. you on. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, we got anything else, Sean? Nah, I got nothing else. I got. All right. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Until next week, uh, keep pooping. Yeah, keep pooping. When it was erupting, you're now listening to Super. They're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hooper! Can you say that? Super Hooper! That's what you say, bro. We just form a fucking wall! Super Hooper! I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Super Hooper! That's terrible.